Kirk Cousins Top 10 Throws. Hey everybody, it's Dave here from Good Morning Gallagher. And joining me is Nick Olson from the Pocket Protectors Podcast. And we are about to do a Climbing the Pocket Network quick shot. In this one, we're here to talk about Kirk Cousins Top 10 Throws of 2019. You may love it, you may hate him, but these throws are a thing of absolute beauty. And hopefully we get more in 2020. But here he is, Mr. Nick Olson, to talk about those throws. He put together a little film clip of all 10 throws, and he counts up from 10 to 1. Nick, tell us about number 10. Yeah, so this this ten top ten throw, the number ten is really fantastic throw. The really special thing about this is this was the longest throw by any quarterback all all twenty nineteen and traveled over oh. sixty yards in the air. So people talk a lot talk a lot about arm strength. Kirk has a fantastic arm. This one goes sixty point five yards in the air per next gen stats. That's the longest of any quarterback all year long. Crazy stat. Um, it goes to Diggs. He's running into the end zone, and it, it kind of hits him right in stride, right into his outstretched arms. It's busted coverage. It's a clean pocket, so it's not the hardest difficulty. But when you're throwing something over 60 yards in the air, hits the receiver in stride. It's just a crazy throw. It really showcases Kirk's arm talent, his arm strength, his ability to throw downfield with accuracy out of a boot, out of a roll. A really special throw. Cool. And hopefully we expect to see more of that when the offensive line improves this year and he has more time. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. One other thing I want to say about this throw, special circumstances when it came in the game, because uh-huh. they had they were just coming off another 50-yard bomb to Diggs, and they hit it, and they came out of that, and Kirk was like, let's run it back. Let's do it again. First play, next series, boom, 60-yard touchdown to Stephon Diggs. So that was fun. Well, and I hope Mike Zimbers talked about running the ball more, as we both know. But I hope we get into, if, if somebody gets hot like that, we have a hot hand, that we put up po- points fast and then, you know, run up the score and then we get into the third quarter with a huge lead and then we can do Dalvin Cook and uh, um, Alexander Madison all, you know, the rest of the afternoon. So. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's, such a, it's such a complimentary thing. This is what Kubiak's offense is all about. It's... And that's what happened with the with this play with the Eagles is they were so concerned about shutting down Dalvin Cook that the entire defense shifted this way to cover Cook and that just left busted coverage on the back end. And so when you roll out, you do that, things really open up. And so sometimes you know we see Dalvin Cook get fed and he goes for 150 yards and two touchdowns. And sometimes you see defenses focus so much on Dalvin Cook, Stephon Diggs is left wide open. For now, it'll be Thielen and, J- and Justin Jefferson. So it's really fun to see, and that's the whole design of Kubiak's Hoppins, is you run a lot, but you also try to open up the explosive passing game. Cool. All right, let's move on to number nine. Yeah, this was a crazy throw. Monday Night Football, everybody says Kirk can't perform in Monday Night Football. Well, how about this throw, throwing it right along the sideline to Stephon Diggs, a touchdown fade, third down, third and five. So we talk about can Kirk Cousins perform under pressure. How you like third down, under pressure, uh, defensive tackle in his face. He's throwing off platform. He can't step into this throw, and it's just a beautiful throw 
right into Stefan Diggs' hands. Um, Diggs has a fantastic release, burns Jair Alexander, fantastic corner, but he burns him right from the release and stacks him right away. He's right over him. And then Kirk just hits the shot, and it's like a very narrow bucket between the sideline and where Diggs is. Not a lot of space to fit that ball in there, especially when you're under pressure. But Cousins just nails it, and in, in front of a national audience, touchdown, go-ahead touchdown was a special throw. Was it planned? Do you yeah, think this that, was... That was the planned yeah, play? Yeah, I think Kirk saw Kirk saw the one-on-one coverage with, with a single high safety, and he was like, okay... I, I know where I'm going with this one. I'm taking taking the shot in the end zone. It wasn't quite red zone. It was like the 22-yard line. But right outside there, third down, anytime Kirk sees Diggs or Thielen one-on-one on the outside without safety help, he's just, boom, I know where I'm going with this one. So and you saw that a lot this year, whether it's Diggs running a fade down the sideline or Thielen, you'll see some of these Thielen shots. If Kirk knows he's getting one-on-one coverage, he trusts these guys to go up and get it, and that's where you get a lot of these special throws. Sweet. All right, now on to number eight. Yeah, this was a really cool throw. This was third and very long. It was third and 13. So, and first part, props to the offensive line for actually holding up for once on a third and very long. This is pretty pretty cool. Garrett Bradbury is a nice rep here. Um, but you get a 20-yard pass downfield to Adam Thielen, third and long. And what's really special is you see on the, on the back zone, at the back end zone angle, you get a shot of what Kirk Cousins can see, and he throws to Thielen basically blind. He cannot see Adam Thielen when he throws his ball, but he just has the anticipation and the pinpoint accuracy to throw it across basically in the middle of the field past the safety. It's a cover four look. Safety's coming down, and he throws it right where the safety won't be as Thielen just cuts across on the post. And it's just a really special throw because he can't even really see what he's looking at. He can't see where Adam Thielen is going to be, but he just trusts him to be exactly where he is, and he hits this very tight window on a third and very long to extend the drive. This is, again, from that Eagles game, where which was, might have been Cousins' best throw, best play, best game of the year. So really special throw from him there. Cool. Do you anticipate more of that sort of timing, especially with Adam Thielen this season, now that they're into the third season? I know back in the day... The old-timers, when we played, we developed an ESP type of deal with our quarterback, me being a tight end at the time with my quarterback. I see that coming more in 2020 than it ever has been before. Now, we'll be without Stefan Diggs, of course, but uh, hopefully Justin Jefferson can learn that as well. But I do expect Adam Thielen to be key and to see him and Cousins hook up quite a bit this season. Oh, totally. Chemistry plays such a huge role, and you can see it right here on this throw. There's so much chemistry because Cousins knows exactly where he is. Cousins could have been blindfolded, and he would have have nailed this throw. And he basically is. He can't see Cousins when he's throwing the ball. or Cousins can't see Thielen when he's throwing this ball, but he just hits it. It's a dart. It's right on a rope, and it hits him right in stride. So it's a really cool throw. Cool. Now on to the next one in our countdown, number seven. Yeah, I think this one came on Sunday night football. So, again, you know, can Kirk Cousins play on a national stage? We'll take a look at this throw. He gets absolutely hammered with this throw. Gets decked, taken off his feet, hit backwards, lands on his butt. And you can see it because the throw kind of wobbles a little bit. But it's still a very good throw. It's another one of those tight throws where it's right between the sideline and the receiver who's got a who's got a cornerback draped all over him. So this very tight window, maybe 20 yards downfield, and he hits Kyle Rudolph, and Rudolph is able to snatch the ball high-pointed and get his feet right in bounds right before. But that's such a tiny window when you're looking at between the sideline and where the defender is, 
and you've just got this narrow window that just have to tap their feet down. Cousins does it while getting drilled. So it's a really cool, really cool play from Cousins there. Cool. Now on to number six. I love this throw. Honestly, if it weren't for the fact that this, this came kind of in garbage time, you know, the game was already put away. Vikings had 38 points, and there was like three minutes left in the fourth corner. It was 38 to 20. But if you leave aside that context, honestly, this might have been the best throw by any quarterback all year. I know this sounds crazy, but just watch the play. Cousins, it's fourth down. Fourth and five, Cousins is rolling out immediately under pressure. He gets decked as he throws this ball. It's off his back foot, off platform, and he throws it. 30 yards downfield to Laquan Treadwell into this tiny, tiny window right along the sideline. He throws it one yard farther, and it's incompletion thrown out of bounds. He throws it one yard earlier, and it's a pass deflection. This is a crazy throw, and it's to Laquan Treadwell. I can't get over that, but it's, it's just, man, like if you just forget the fact that this isn't in, you know, the playoffs or anything, uh-huh. this throw is unbelievable. I mean, just being able to throw without your composure, without, you know, being able to step into it off your back foot, chuck it downfield 30 yards and have Laquan Treadwell come into it in this tiny little window. It's just an unbelievable throw. Um, and I think a lot of people forget it because maybe they weren't watching the TV at the time because the game was already put away. But, man, I this is one of those throws that no matter how many times I watch it, I come back to it and think to myself, how did it, how did that even happen? How did he even get that in there? So yeah. I love this one. And, and Laquan Treadwell caught it. Which is amazing. We, you know, as Vikings fans, we wish he would have turned out, and uh, we would have seen tons more of catches like that. But unfortunately, not. He's on to different pastures. Yeah. Now on to number five. This is where we really start getting into the 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 crazy stuff that you kind of only see from elite quarterbacks. This is where Kirk Cousins really turns into something special. Here you see him. It's third and thirteen in Green Bay. So high pressure situation. Zadarius Smith is breathing down his neck as he unloads this one, and he throws it over 50 yards downfield, and he hits Stefan Diggs in stride for a 55-yard touchdown. Unbelievable throw. It's just inches away from an interception. Jair Alexander is crossing across the field, and he's just, it almost, it touches his hands as it goes into Diggs' hands, but he hits Diggs in stride. That's so hard to do that far downfield to hit a receiver in stride. Usually you're going to have to adjust to it a little bit, but this one's nearly perfect and it hits them and it's a touchdown and it's, it's a really incredible throw. It shows off the arm strength. It also shows the ability to, to take a chance when he needs to, when it's third and long and you need to do it. And they took away some of the underneath stuff. So you need to go for that home run and man, Kirk just absolutely nails this one really special throw. Yeah. And, and being against green Bay, it always helps. Now on to number four. Okay, here we. This one, another really special throw. This one's almost unbelievable when you watch the end zone angle because Kirk gets absolutely obliterated, just demolished. Demario Davis hits him, and it's a blindside hit. I'm not even sure Kirk saw it coming. He might have saw it, seen it coming just because he gets the ball out like just a split second before Demario Davis gets there. But man, he gets absolutely hammered. Uh, I'm sure he felt this one the next day, but he just throws a perfect throw to Adam Thielen. Thielen has to adjust to it a little bit downfield, but I think it's a little bit of an option route just because of the, the leverage. And, and Thielen's able to adjust to it perfectly. 34 yards downfield in the playoffs against the 13-30 and 30 Saints, who are heavily favored in the third quarter, on the road, in the Superdome. So basically, the brightest as the lights are going to get for Kirk Cousins, and he just nails it 34 yards downfield. Such a cool throw. And especially watching him just get decked. You, just, you rewatch it 100 times, you could say... How in the world did he complete that? Really special throw. 
Sweet. For our nationwide audience, we're now down to number three. This throw. I, I watched this one a hundred times, and every single time it's like, how did he even do that? This throw is absolutely crazy. Uh, it's a throw in Detroit against the Lions, and this is this is that classic flood concept they like, where they throw three guys coming downfield, and it's supposed to stretch the outside cornerback where he can only cover one of the throws, and you throw to the guy he's not covering. Well, this time the Lions play it really well, so the backside one comes open. That's the fourth read on the throw. Kyle Shanahan used to say in Washington, you hit that throw one and a, you know once in a decade, but Cousins hits these next two throws right in a row. It's the same read, and this throw is unbelievable because. It's two high safeties, so they're both covering Thielen on this backside option, and Kirk delivers his throw into, like, the most impossibly tiny window you could ever see. Not only does he have to hit it over the two safeties who are jumping and leaping and trying to deflect the ball, but he also has to drop it in just narrowly enough for Thielen to be able to get both feet down, and he does it. But you watch the replay, and it's like, that window doesn't even exist you wouldn't even try to do that, and he's under pressure. He's got a, he's rolling out, so he's got his defensive end barreling down on him. And you, you, no matter how many times you watch this, you're like, this is one of the craziest. Honestly, this might be the best throw of Kirk Cousins' year. I don't. You can you can take this number three and treat it as number one. Doesn't come in the playoffs, but you just watch this one. It's like, how in the world? How in the world did he possibly fit that one in there? Crazy throw. Well, and when Kirk Cousins first got here, um, people complained me being one of them, that a lot of times if he didn't have a perfect situation, he wouldn't take the throw. He'd check down, you know, and C.J. Ham would get that, you know, mm-hmm. two-yard beyond the line of scrimmage check down pass. Last year, we started to see Kirk Cousins take the chance on both Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs and know that they're going to be there and start to loft that ball up for him. And he placed it perfectly. And we will get to a couple more throws like that. Now on to number two. This this is honestly one of the best throws I have ever seen from any quarterback. It's absolutely insane. It's another rolling out to his left. He's hitting the fourth option on the read. And that's something that's really special to watch when you know that this is the fourth read. Look at how quickly Kirk Cousins reads the entire field. It's one of the best things about Kirk Cousins as a quarterback. He's so smart at scanning the defense and seeing the full field and being able to get through his reads. Boom, 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 boom. Gets to his fourth read here on the play. And he unloads an absolute dart to Stefan Diggs, 55 yards downfield. Watch the replay. This is like shot out of a cannon. His arm strength is unbelievable. It's just like it's just a straight rope right to Diggs. And I honestly, I wouldn't move this pass one inch. It is perfectly in stride, 55 yards downfield for a touchdown. And what's more, this was the capstone throw and a big 20-point comeback victory over the Denver Broncos. Unbelievable throw, unbelievable context, third down, just unbelievable. I mean, you want to talk about how good of a quarterback Kirk Cousins is, look at this throw and tell me that he's not one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL. Nobody else can make this kind of throw and, and not get the credit for it like Kirk Cousins does. I'll agree with that. (laughs) Anyways, now we're down to the final one. The best throw of 2019 per you is number one. Overtime, playoffs, 13-3 Saints, Superdome, on the road, all the pressure is on, 
And in this overtime throw, play action drop back, he gets some time and he unloads it 50 yards downfield to Adam Thielen. And Thielen doesn't even need to do anything. It's just put out his hands and the ball just drops right into the bucket. And he's just two yards away from a touchdown. And the only reason that he's not, that it's not a walk-off victory is because the cornerback and the safety are in such good position that Cousins has to perfectly place this one. If he, if this pass came in two yards earlier and it was a deflection or if it was an interception, then that rewrites Kirk Cousins' entire history. You know, we're talking about how is he making that boneheaded mistake throwing it to Marcus Williams? How is he making that mistake throwing it to the defensive back, to the cornerback? But it's such a perfectly placed ball. Again, I wouldn't move it an inch, and it sets up the go-ahead touchdown for the win, for the walk-up victory over the heavily favored New Orleans Saints, 13-3 and on the road, in the playoffs, in overtime. How many passes do you see like this in overtime in the playoffs? It doesn't get more higher pressure than that. And this is just a perfect throw way downfield. Beautiful. Amazing arm talent. Amazing accuracy. And just Adam Thielen doesn't even have to do anything. He just has to just put out his hands and boom, the ball's right there. Unbelievable. And this one throw rewrites the entire Kirk Cousins narrative. Oh, he can't win a big game. Oh, he can't perform in prime time. Oh, he can't beat a winning team. Boom. You like that? That's the throw right there. Best of his year. Best of his incredible, incredible 2019 season. I love it. Well, his 2019 season was his best across, you know, by many, many standards. Does he improve in 2020? I think without Diggs, it's going to hurt. I think Justin Jefferson, however, can replace a lot of the things that he does. I think Kirk Cousins has proven from 2019 that he can be a good quarterback, especially in this Kubiak system. I think you give him another year in the system. You worry a little bit about how Stefan Diggs will hold up, but at the same time, I think the pass protection might be better because a big thing about Kubiak's system is continuity. The first year, you're not supposed to be able to click, but the second year, it really clicks. I mean, look at every single look at every single offense Kyle Shanahan's gone through. His first year with the Falcons, they were talking about firing him as OC just because it didn't really come together. His second year, they went to the Super Bowl. Goes to the 49ers. His first year there, it's not really come together. Boom, give him a couple of years, and boom, he's in the Super Bowl again. So it's the same thing with Kubiak. The system takes a while, but you get the people familiar with it, and things can really start to come together. Again, you do worry about losing Stephon Diggs. He's a top-ten wide receiver in my book, so that's a big loss. But you still have Adam Thielen who's still an elite wide receiver. You still have, you now you have Justin Jefferson, who, you know, had what, 18 touchdowns and like 1,800 yards mm-hmm. at LSU. He's ready to go. If there's any wide receiver ready to start day one, even in a shortened offseason, it's Justin Jefferson out of LSU. So they've got some weapons. They've got Irv Smith, who's still really young. They've got Kyle Rudolph still. they got Delvin Cook. So I think Kirk is ready to go, and I'm excited to see what he does in 2020, building off these incredible throws. Hope we see more of them next year. I agree with you. I actually think that the Vikings have it chance to be a top 10 offense if not top five i love it so i can see it totally and 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 kirk i think we'll have just as good a season maybe numbers may not be as high because lack of stefan but the other weapons i do believe will step up and by the end of the season we'll be clicking and rolling and nothing stopping the mighty purple so I do want to thank you for putting together this wonderful list of Kirk Cousins' top 10 2019 throws. And is there anything you're presently working on? 
You know, I got my Jeff Gladney article. I really dove into Jeff Gladney's tape at TCU. I'm really excited for his impact, the impact he's going to have on on the defensive side, on Zimmer's side. On the offensive side, I've been watching some of Ezra, Ezra Cleveland's tape. He's just insane athleticism. He's like Brian O'Neill, but an even better prospect. So that's really exciting for him. So I might have an article on Ezra Cleveland coming in down the road. I want to dive into Justin Jefferson. I really want to dive into Cameron Dantzler's. And I want to... I wanna, I've been working on, I've been thinking about brainstorming an Anthony Harris article just because I think he's like, he might be the most underrated player in the NFL. Led the, inter, led the NFL in interceptions and people don't know who he is. Cool. You know, he's, he's PFF's number one safety. He hasn't allowed a touchdown, not just this year, but last year in coverage. He's the only safe to do that two years running. Nobody knows who he is. So I feel like somebody has to write an article about him just to give him some credit. I'm really excited to have him back. So those are some of the ideas I've been kicking around, but we'll see how many actually come to fruition by the time. Uh, you know, preseason comes around. <laughs> well, we do have a few spare moments between now and then with no OTAs. <laughs> exactly. So, and hopefully, I'm out, of, I'm out of excuses to not write this stuff. So, <laughs> and hopefully, hope, I get going on. And hopefully, camp comes in on time, on schedule. And until then, you can catch all of Climbing the Pocket Network shows from Nick's Pocket Protectors to my Good Morning Gallahorn from Quick Shots to climb in the pocket to all the rest. Every week, we partner with Daily Norseman. Join us on YouTube and your favorite podcast aggregators. And for everybody, have a great week and enjoy these throws and skull! Skull! Thank you for watching or listening. As always, if you like, subscribe, ring the bell for notifications listen to the podcast, please rate us on your favorite aggregator. Skull, everybody.